This is episode number 60 on the science behind a meditation practice with a deep dive into Dr. Dan Siegel's Wheel of Awareness practice. Welcome to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast. My name is Andrea Samadhi. I'm a former educator who's been fascinated with understanding the science behind high performance strategies in school, sports, and the workplace, and created this podcast to bring the most current neuroscience research along with high performing experts who've risen to the top of their field with specific strategies or ideas that you can implement immediately whether you're a teacher in the classroom or a parent trying to figure out homeschooling and working from home or someone in the corporate world to take your results to the next level. After watching Dr. Dan Siegel the past few weeks on his Pep Me Up Talks, where he shares with an audience around the world about his books, tools, and resources, like his Wheel of Awareness meditation that I've been using every day since preparing for his interview last year, I thought it was important to cover a deep dive into this topic to bring in the science behind meditation to increase belief and credibility behind these practices that are now commonly seen in our schools, homes, and workplaces. We did cover the topic of meditation for beginners with mindfulness and meditation expert Mick Neustad in episode number 25 with how meditation and mindfulness changes your life if you want to review that episode. I've been following Dr. Dan Siegel since 2015, reading his books and learning from his resources. And on the interview I had with him for episode 28 on Mindsight, the basis for social and emotional intelligence, close to the end of the interview, we talk about what I've been learning from doing the meditation tool that he created. At the time, in October 2019, I've been doing his meditation every morning for two months. You can see this part of the interview if you click on the link in the show notes and go to 42 minutes, 52 seconds, where he asked me what I've learned from this practice. And although I downloaded this activity and explored the wheel in 2015, I didn't start doing it daily until I was preparing for his interview because I knew he would ask me what I had learned from this practice And when I first tried it, I honestly found it a bit advanced and confusing, and I didn't want to tell him that, so I put in some extra effort to understand it. If you've not yet tried the Wheel of Awareness Meditation, please go to the link and download it so you can see the image of the wheel and try it out. This episode might make more sense once you've done that, and if you feel like I did in the beginning, don't worry. It's now been eight months of practicing this daily, and I'm just starting to figure out how to explain it now. So just try it and see what benefits you notice. I wanted to share Dan's findings of asking thousands of people around the world over the years first. If you've ever heard him talking about the Wheel of Awareness, you'll know the idea came to him when he bought a custom-made round table for his office so that his patients didn't have to sit at a regular table. His meditation has evolved over the years as he shared it with experts and those who hold scientific evidence of the benefits of incorporating a daily meditation into your routine in life. If you're listening to this podcast, you'll want to look at the image of the wheel in the show notes so you can physically see each of the segments I'm going to describe. In his book, Aware, the Science and Practice of Presence, Dr. Siegel explains that there are research-based elements of mind training that should include three pillars, focused attention, open awareness, 
and kind intentions towards others. This practice involves all three of these pillars and profound changes happen with the body when you do mind training. He also explains that a three pillar meditation practice like his wheel changes the structure and function of the brain in these fascinating ways. First, there's an integration of structure and function of the brain and integration means well-being. Second, there's a reduction of the stress hormone cortisol. Third, there's an enhancement of immune function. Fourth, an improvement of cardiovascular risk factors. Fifth, a reduction in inflammation via epigenetic changes. And sixth, an optimization of telomerase, which is fascinating as it repairs and maintains the ends of chromosomes and slows aging. Who wouldn't want these benefits? The science is clear and proves that implementing a daily meditation practice improves your physical and mental health with many more benefits we'll explore further. Here's how Dr. Dan Siegel breaks down each segment of the Wheel of Awareness. Segment one, the five senses. Dan explains that we must send the spoke of awareness, which is just another way of saying to focus on one of the senses at a time, to each of the five senses of hearing, sight, smell, taste, and touch. With each sense, we move the spoke, so we're actively thinking and feeling about the data we're bringing from the outside world into our awareness with each sense. Segment two, the sixth sense or bodily sensations. We've also heard it called neuroception and Dan Siegel calls it interoception. With this part, Dan takes us from head to toe, giving us access to the wisdom from within our body. This part helps us to become more aware of our organs, bones, and muscles, and are probably parts of our body that we've rarely ever put our focused attention towards. Segment three is the seventh sense, or our mental activities. I've divided this segment into three parts to make this easier to understand. Part A, this is where Dan asks us to bring any thought or memory into our awareness and see what happens. He reassures us that many things may come or nothing at all. For me, this segment took some time, and when a thought finally did come, I just used this part of the meditation to solve problems I might be having and see what kind of solutions I might be able to think up on my own. Part B, now Dan asks us to examine the thought that comes in and pay attention to it and asks how it presents itself. Was it sudden? Did it vibrate or slide in? And how does this thought leave our awareness? Is it replaced by another mental activity or thought? And if not, what does this space feel like? For me, this part was really deep and I could think of a thought and strong thoughts would vibrate, but I don't think I'm advanced enough yet to describe this any further. Part C. Now he asks us to bend the spoke in the hub. This is where we feel fully alive, present, and focused. I never really understood why he was asking us to bend the spoke until I heard him explain it another way recently. If you have access to the show notes, look at the 3P diagram of state of mind and you'll see the shaded area under the X axis with a new axis called, let's say the Z axis. The shaded area represents awareness and is, it made more sense to me when we bent the spoke up to, in my mind, create this shaded area. 
This is the part of the meditation that many people talk about a feeling of peace, calmness, and energy. This is where Dan explains the physics comes in to explain that energy is movement from possibility to actuality. And this was the definition he got from asking quantum physicists what exactly energy is. So when we're in this part of the meditation, we can gain access to energy, peace, calmness, ideas, and possibility. This is what I've heard many people say is the reason why they meditate in the first place. Segment four, our sense of connection to others. This is the final segment of the meditation where Dan asks us to focus on those who are physically close to us, our friends, our family, those in our community, our city, our state, our country, and opens it up to other people around the world. This part of the practice allows us to feel a connection to others as we send wishes of well-being towards other people in the world. This part is powerful as it really does help us to focus outside of ourselves and put some energy towards others. It's just like sending prayers to everyone in the world you can think of. I had some thoughts about this practice, specifically with the first segment where we strengthen our five senses. It made me think of the work I learned in the late 90s through the speaker Bob Proctor, who taught me to live beyond my five senses using the higher faculties of the mind, which are the will, our intuition, our reasoning, perception, memory, and our imagination. This could be an episode on its own, but as we are strengthening parts of our mind, I think it's important that we at least include these higher faculties. So here's what I learned after just two months of actively listening to this 30 minute meditation. I'm going on eight months now of doing this practice daily and the findings are more noticeable now than when he first asked me. And I'm sure that a year from now, I'll have a deeper understanding. I noticed first an increase of focused attention with the five senses and that my awareness expanded with this increase in focused attention, which really helped to focus while working from home. Where your focus goes, energy flows, and what we're putting our attention on grows. So you can imagine that doing this every day will increase awareness and sensations with our five senses of hearing, sight, smell, taste, and touch. Second, I noticed an increase of awareness and sensations within the body. I noticed with the focus on bodily sensations that I was developing and improving the sixth sense that I've mentioned in prior episodes that Dr. Stephen Porges calls neuroception, where he suggests we must get better at sensing what's happening within the body. When you get to this part of the meditation, Dan takes you through each body part. He starts with the face and goes throughout the entire body. This reminded me of an activity that my mom told me she did that she believes helped her to beat uterine cancer in the late 90s. She told me during her treatment, she would go through each body part with her mind and pretend to chop up cancer cells she saw with an ax. And it sounds crazy, but she did this during her chemotherapy treatments and she was the only one in her group who recovered 100%. Her surgeons were so amazed at her results that they asked her to come in and speak to other patients while they were going through treatment with an explanation of what she did. As you focus on each part of the body, just like we focused on our senses, you'll notice with time that your awareness of the sensations you feel within your body will increase as well. There'll be insights that you can learn from these sensations like your gut feelings that become clearer and easier to read. 
Finally, I noticed an increase in connection to people around the world. With this part of the meditation, Dan asks you to send kind intentions to those close to you and other people in your community, city, state, or continent or world. I noticed an immediate connection to others all over the world when I was thinking of them, but it had to be sincere, sending thoughts of kindness and well-being towards them. The attention was taken off me and what I want in this world and directed towards other people, which I think is a really powerful experience. It made me see that even though I'm working alone in an office in Arizona, United States, I'm a part of a larger whole around the world. And Dan believes that these words, when we say them out loud, can make an impact on our body and the world as a whole. There's so much more we can say on this topic. And I know that with time and practice, my own awareness will increase and I'll have a deeper understanding of these four segments of the wheel of awareness. I'd love to know what you think and what insights you see from each segment. And I look forward to your thoughts and I'll see you on episode 61. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 